What's up ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Good, The Bad and The Stupid. It's Monday the 19th of April. It's been a long time, have you missed me? Probably not, you probably didn't even know I was gone. You probably don't even know who I am. You uh, might be a first time listener and <laughs> you might be a last time listener by the end of the episode. But I've been away, I haven't been away, I've been away from your ears, I've been away from this podcast but I've not been away from my house. I've not been away from my room. I've not been away <laughs> from my um, uh, my demons, my, uh, my my the four walls that are uh, that are closing in on all of us as we still um, get towards the end of the lockdown. We're we're nearly there. We're nearly there. But it's been a good three weeks off. I think it's been about three weeks. Anyway, it's been about three weeks since I've done the last podcast. I did say I was going to take a week break, but as I'm my own boss and as I don't get any money for it, that week became two and became three. So I think I need to uh, get back on the horse. I'm a little bit rusty and I'm also running a little bit late. So it's all going to be totally unprepared. Well, it's always unprepared, but it's totally ad hoc. I've not read any of this because I haven't had time. So, uh, but we're back, we're bad, you're black, I'm mad. That's the scene, for, uh, a line from Lethal Weapon, if anybody, uh, before anybody jumps down my throat. So, um, but I usually do them every day, but I'm going to be a bit more sporadic with how I do them. Because I don't have a lot of time, even though I do, don't go far from fucking my, what I like to call my cell, which is uh, where I work in the house. I've got to, uh, I, I, I find myself busy, so uh, there might be days where I don't do them, but I'm going to try and stick to doing it definitely Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday over the next few weeks, see how that goes, um, and I might throw in a Thursday or Friday, but for now it's going to be Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday, uh, until further notice, or until uh, I, can't, <laughs> I can't do one of them, I might just disappear, let's just see how it goes. Anyway, I don't think you give a shit, do you? Anyway, it's... Uh, um, I, I, the sun's out. I'm back. The sun's back. Think it's? Uh, do you think it's? They go hand in hand. Um, Easter's been and gone. I didn't get any Easter eggs. I know. I'm not bitter. Um, but um, what's it called? The sun's come back and uh, I've come back. So maybe I'm in a good mood because the sun's come out. But I was out watching the cricket the other day in the sun. It was very nice, bright sun. Uh, I was watching a cricket match. Sat around the cricket pitch. Um, but it was like a pro it was you know it was like it was on a, in a park. It wasn't uh, it, it wasn't paid tickets. I don't like cricket that much. But I was sat watching the cricket, and it was right well sunny. It was really nice. But I was fucking freezing. There was a right breeze going on, so I was shivering a little bit. And then a guy came and uh, sat behind me, and uh, and he just started talking to me. He's a mad cricket fan, so he's asking me all these cricket questions and that. I didn't know what the fuck how to answer it I was I had my earphones in as well so uh, but he just kept kept asking and turns out anyway I got to the bottom of it he was pissed that's what it was he was like he needed a he needed a friend that he thought he'd gone he'd gone to the cricket and now he needed a buddy at the cricket and it was me unfortunately or fortunately he didn't turn out to be a bad guy in the end because he offered me a glass of wine and uh, uh, he asked me a glass of wine. And it says, I says, no, I'm all right, mate. I said, oh, but I haven't got any glass anyway. So <laughs> I thought I would be polite by saying I would, but I haven't got a glass. He goes, don't worry, I'll get you one. So he went off, 
come back with a fucking empty, with a used Burger King carton off one of the cricket players, emptied what of the whatever Coke was in there, and uh, swilled it out with a bit of wine, chucked that away, and then poured me a bit in it. So that was my that was my um, uh, entry or uh, what's the word? That was my. Oh, I don't know what the word is, but that was my, I'm going to say entry. That was my entry into the, the taste of Kylie Minogue's new bottle of wine, because that's what he was drinking. Kylie, a bottle of Kylie pink uh, wine. Very nice, I must admit. Anyway, I'm leading myself into my first story here, but uh, it was very nice. Very, very nice wine. I don't normally drink pink wine, but... I certainly wouldn't be buying a bottle of Kylie wine. I feel like a bit of a pleb holding a bottle of Kylie wine, but I don't know why, because it was very, very nice. In a nice bottle as well. Nice funky bottle. And it was... Uh, uh, but the, what I was going to, what's leading me to here, I'm getting tongue-tied now. What's leading me to is she sold... Um, she is, She's celebrating a corking year after she sold one million bottles of the wine. So I could have been drinking from the one millionth bottle because it was Saturday and that's when the, she she's uh, sold one million bottles of wine. So that's all right, Kylie, don't worry about it. If you want my uh, email address, get in touch through my DMs. You can send me a, a crate of that if I've uh, helped you make a million wines, even though I didn't buy it. I only drank it from a bottle, uh, an empty Burger King carton. So uh, I took one for the team there, and I think I should get a free bottle of Kylie. But it's very nice anyway. Anybody who wants to try it, give it a try. Don't be put off by it being pink wine with a pink label, and uh, you know, just be a you know you can be a man and drink pink wine. Anyway, um, I was going to say. We've got British grunt, so we're all happy. I was happy. He was happy. He left me alone in the end and uh, said goodbye. We didn't exchange the numbers, luckily. I was trying to avoid, think to myself, how am I going to avoid giving this guy my telephone number? Um, but luckily he didn't ask. He just took off. Anyway, uh, Britain's grumpiest postman has been caught delivering a second foul-mouthed tirade. So <laughs> and this person's filmed him this time. Dumbass. So he did it the first time. They don't realise he doesn't doesn't realise there's cameras everywhere now. You can't do fuck all without a camera being in your face or somebody recording you. And he done it once to these people. This time they thought, well, I'll get him the next time. They probably goaded him as well. They probably thought, there's that shit again. I'll I'll prod, prod him, you know, like prod a tiger. I'll prod him, and he'll react. And that's exactly what he done. He reacted. He's called their home a fucking shithole. Um, what else did he say? I ain't having that. Then I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not having that. They're never fucking in. Is is another one? Is the other one? Is the other one fucking have them? What's he say? Oh, he's giving the uh, and he went hand over the party, hand over the parcels to the neighbours, and he's saying that they're never fucking in. So he's slating them. So he's uh, um, the the name and shaming in here, calling the house the house shit all. And now these people who were goading him, or they're encouraging him to be uh, to be nasty, are now grassing him up to the Royal Mail. That's a bit <laughs> bit out of order, really. Sorry, you can't like provoke an angry man and then let him lose his job. He's going to be double angry. He's probably got a lot going on at home. You know, and post delivering post is a fucking nightmare job anyway. I mean, it's. it's 
There's a lot of walking. It's up at four in the morning. You've got to sort all the mail first and then go and deliver it for four hours, five hours or whatever it is. So of course he's pissed off. Of course he's going to be fucking pissed off when he walks up, has to walk up your pathway, knock the door and then you're not in. And then he has to fill out one of them silly little cards, post it, carry the parcel back, carry it around with him because you're never in. And he has to do, and that's not just because it's you. He has to do that on about a thousand houses, and it probably about hundred of them are never in. So of course he's pissed off. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Anyway, moving on. He, you know, he ain't being paid a million pound either, is he? Self-driving cars could be racist and sexist <laughs> because they they have trouble detecting non-white and non-male faces. Well, that's a fucking story out of nothing there, isn't it? Well, surely they'll just correct it. You can't just say we can't sell self-driving cars to black people or, uh, or, or, or women. We're not going to allow that. No, they're going to fix the problem, aren't they? They're going to fix the problem. So they're not racist. <laughs> they're not made to be racist. They're just creating a story. They're going to have fucking now this... Um, this is going to go around on Twitter now. Big arguments on Twitter. They're struggling to recognise dark skinned faces in the dark. Even that isn't racist. They just fucking have to put. That's just sort the problem out, don't they? As simple as that. Some people have got dark faces, and this thing doesn't detect it. And they will detect it because they'll fix it. There we go. We got to the bottom of that. Nobody's offended. Nobody's offended. And I've, uh, you know, managed to talk about it on my podcast. So uh, maybe someday somebody will find this in, uh, when I become big and famous, which I won't, somebody will look back on these and they'll start digging up, digging up my uh, graves or my, you know, bones in my closet about something that I've said on here. Uh, there's plenty, I'm sure. Can you be bothered to watch all the shit that I've put out there just to find them there? That's the question. Men are like werewolves and uh, suffer from involuntary behaviour changes when there is a full moon. I'll tell you what, I be, I have severe behaviour. If that full moon happens to land on the day where, the on bill day, when the bills come through the post, then yeah. So you can't really tie it to the full moon unless the bills are landed on that day because that's the day where I turn into a werewolf. Or is, is does the full moon land on a day where my computer, which is absolutely dog shit, keeps crashing on me because the windows is fucked. The windows is in the the uh, system. It's fucked. And uh, and that keeps crashing. Those are the two things that are really annoying the shit out of me at the moment. Big time. The crashing just happens every time I need to do something really important. It doesn't happen any other time. I'm around on it. No problem. No problem. When I need to print something off, rapido. No, of course, the fucking system crashes and then takes three quarters of an hour to reboot up. Yes, that is what makes me turn into well. I've nearly thrown it up the wall a few times. I've stopped myself. I'm trying to. I need to get a new laptop. Basically, is the is the, uh, the moral of that story. But I'll be getting it with a big hairy face and a big hairy hands and a big hairy ass because I've turned into a werewolf whilst I'm getting the new laptop because I don't want to get a new laptop because that costs money. I want that laptop to work, the one I've got. Anyway. Um, what else is going on? Wrong house, wrong house, wrong name, wrong house and wrong bed. The pensioner that ended up in a stranger's bed after an ambulance crew took her home. 
took her into the wrong home. Oh, that's their fault then. It's not hers. I thought she was wandering, wandering around into people's beds, either a bit racy or she's got dementia. But she hasn't. Don't worry. She hasn't got dementia. They put her to bed in the wrong house. The family were wondering where they were. <laughs> We've delivered her. We took her home. Where, where the fuck is she then? She's not in bed. She's not in our house. Well, she's not in her house, even. No, she's in the neighbour's house. Good job the neighbour wasn't, you know, a bit handy with a, a, a crowbar, thinking he's got an intruder. Imagine that, smashing fucking old lady round the back of the head when she got up to go to the toilet. Not knowing where she was, because she's still in a, uh, a daze, because she's been in hospital. <laughs> and she's been in a hospital, uh, um, what's it called, hospital bed for the past whatever. Anyway, she's alive and well. She's been found, the old lady. Elizabeth Mahoney, 89. So she could have a little bit of dementia there. I'm glad the family have uh, popped up and piped up and said, oh, well, we don't know where she is. Can somebody uh, have a look out for her? Anyway, the neighbour should know who she is by now. For God's sake, you live next door to her, for God's sake. I said for God's sake twice then. Right, um, a chip shop owner is fighting to be allowed to... Uh, <laughs> this is funny fighting to be allowed to put a Batman sign up in the sky a Batman style spotlight 15 miles into the sky <laughs> she's fighting for that they ain't going to let her do that she's going to beam her uh, to, to beam her chip shop logo 15 miles into the sky oh that was a great idea brilliant marketing the bat sign the batter batter sign Ooh, uh, pun. there's a pun for you they want to put the fucking bat sign up into the sky. So what about all the other chip shops that don't have one? 15 mile radius. They're all going to be seeing her sign every time they come out of the house. No, that one ain't going to fly. They ain't going to have that. And if they do, fair play. Because uh, you're going to spend a lot of money fighting it. And if they do. She says that they're, uh, the council are stuck in the 60s. <laughs> Why can't I have a, a bat sign putting up? I'll tell you what, let's make... If I saw it, I'd go and buy some chips. I, I would, I'm saying that, I wouldn't. I wouldn't travel 15 miles to buy some fucking fish and chips. Uh, well, chips, because I don't eat fish, so it would have to be just chips. I definitely ain't going to do it for that. But I quite like the idea. So uh, I think I'd be phoning you and saying, you know, I need, I've got a burglar. Can you come and sort him out? Because that's what bat signs are for. You're going to be, uh, <laughs> you're going to be called upon. You can't, you can't just put a big sign up in the sky for us all to uh, you know who you are in our times of trouble and then just say no you've got to give us £6.50 for fish and chips when we, when, we, when we call you out right last one I'm going to do then and then you can go about your day uh, a radio station has been wrapped for playing a song with sounds of sexual moaning at 8 o'clock in the morning <laughs> what's wrong with that that's get you, get you in the mood I mean what, is there a special time? Well, they don't want it after uh, after uh, want it, the watershed, they're calling it or something, don't they? Sexual moaning at eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Come on, live a little. And some people think kids haven't heard sexual moaning, for God's sake, if that's why they're uh, worried about it. The kids can hear you through the walls, no problem. The kids are trying to drown it out with their fucking turning up their games their, when you're saying why have you got the games on really loud it's because we can hear you panting and shouting and uh, we, we know what it is now we've got to an age where we know exactly what you're doing and it's fucking <laughs> it's embarrassing so uh, anyway 
I don't mind sexual sounds on the radio. Look at the Jitem. Oh, they got in a right tizz over that in the 60s or the 70s. It was the 60s, wasn't it? They got in a right tizz over it. They didn't like it one bit. And he, got, he made a fucking... He, he was uh, all over. The models were all over in Bridget Bardot, Gainsborough. Uh, Bridget Bardot and many others were right onto him because of his sexual song. So uh, if you... Uh, if you make, if you uh, the person who made sex, sexual songs, who you make sexual songs, keep doing it. Don't be put off by this stuffy radio station. Somebody will play them. I'll listen to them. That's for sure. And that's just because I don't want to listen to the next door neighbour. I can hear them through the wall as well. I can't really. I'm joking. And they can't hear me because I'm in lockdown and I'm talking to you. You're my uh, my kicks, my sexual kicks for this week. Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday, that's when I'm doing the podcast, Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday, so uh, if you'd like to come back, I'll do another one tomorrow, see you later, bye.